everyone. In today's episode, um, I draw with Mariah. Um, um, Mariah has um, Crohn's disease, and today we're going to be um, hearing about her journey and and also um, the wonderful things uh, she likes to raise awareness, especially with um, like fitness and IBD as well. So um, thank you, Mariah, for joining me today. Thanks, Mason, for having me. Yeah, I I know it's the morning um, where where you are, so uh, so um. um thank you for getting up early today <laughs> yes no problem yeah, yeah. so just to start off with Mariah if you would just like to maybe just introduce yourself say a little bit about yourself sure my name is Mariah Lamatina and I am a fitness professional in the San Diego California area I have Crohn's. I was actually diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2016 after about two years of symptoms. And I then was upgraded, I like to say, to Crohn's in 2018 after my second colonoscopy. And it's been a journey. Uh, I, I do have cousins with it, so it wasn't a total surprise or shock when I was diagnosed, which was nice, I think, um, comforting in some weird way, but also just kind of learning my own path through, through this disease. And about a year ago, maybe a little over, I started during the pandemic, you know, everybody was looking for, for things to do at home. And I started searching online and found an amazing community out there of people willing to talk about and share about their IBD journey. And it really inspired me to do more and to be better and also kind of cemented in the ways that I was trying to work on myself to help my IBD and to live better with it. So. I've just decided to jump in to this community and what you're doing and things that people like you and us are doing is just amazing to me. And I think the more support that we can can raise, the better we are all together. Oh, I completely agree because um, like, like, like you said that um, I think it is helpful um, like, like when you do get diagnosed with like Crohn's or, or, or colitis, um, that but um, it is like um, like I can imagine like for you it was comforting that like you, you knew like like you had cousins that had that as well. So you, although um, like you, um, I don't know you you you, you probably had knew a little bit about it, but um, but it is better that that that, that you knew like uh, people. Definitely helped that I knew people going through it and that they were still living very healthy active lives so I I was you know hopeful that that would be my situation as well after watching amazing people in the community living after surgeries and things like that um, you know none of my family has personally had to do the surgery route and stuff so that is still a little you know looming for me I but, but watching the community and how amazing everyone is pre and post surgery. It's a lot less scary to go through. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think like, like a, I think 
like surgery it's it's scary to think about like knowing that you have like Crohn's and IBD and like uh, it's, it's known like to have surgery um, um, if you do have IBD uh, um, like especially I think if you are diagnosed quite young as well um, but um, yeah like there are scary things about having Crohn's but like um, like um, maybe being more vulnerable to, 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 to getting things but like like I think like with fitness as well like that, that like I think with doing fitness it, it, it makes you have more of an immune system Hopefully uh, this year has been, you know, a little scary for all of us, but especially those of us in the IBD community and my gyms that I run uh, moved outside in California. So that was helpful, but still just a little scary knowing that I had to be out around that many people, even when everyone is kind of masked and, and those kind of things, you know, it, it definitely opens you up to more problems. And thankfully, I'm now fully vaccinated and feel much, much safer. It was, uh, you know, there are positives and negatives of anything with vaccines, but um, I am fully behind it. And I felt like it was a weight lifted off my shoulders to be able to go back into the public and not feel so scared. Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, like you have that little bit of like, um... Like you do feel a little bit safer about like going about things, and, and because like um like, like the vaccine, it's uh like um like, like you say like like any like medication or or anything, then they're always going to be like long term side effects, which I think quite a lot of people do worry about. But at, like um well, when you are at risk anyway or catching anything even before COVID, um, um, some sort of a protection is better than like nothing. Yeah, for sure. I'm very lucky to have a husband who is also a biochemist and he actually is a researcher at Pfizer. So that was good. We had all the inside scoop and he understands all of the research that's being done. And so there was no hesitation in either of our minds that I should get this. that is quite helpful as well uh, because like if I'm working in that area and and like uh, having all that like uh, information about it so uh, that is a that's really good but um I think like um like um especially like like uh, it probably made you feel more safer about going outside and like doing all your your your, your fitness work with like the gym Yes, we reopened pretty quickly. I was partially furloughed last year, but our company kind of pivoted really quickly and we were able to bring some online fitness classes to a new platform, so that was cool. And I was one of the um, coaches asked to do those videos, so um, that was a really cool opportunity. And then we quickly reopened outside and thankfully in California, the weather is nice enough that we could do that and I just was really careful personally of washing my hands wiping down everything I tried to avoid equipment based classes if at all possible so that I was not touching everything that everybody had touched um, but of course sometimes you can't avoid those things so just being really careful around my face and hands it felt good to get back into things um, people are starting to 
get back out and get back into fitness and I love seeing that. Um, I know a lot of people gained some weight over quarantine, so. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think quite a lot of people did um, or, or, or currently still are because um, <laughs> like, uh, over in the UK is currently still in lockdown, but um, uh, we have been since December time last year so um, it's been, yeah, I haven't known uh, the issue without being in lockdown but but I, I say uh, like it, even though like there's gonna be like, there's restrictions like they getting lifted as well but um, like, like, like for me I do enjoy going out for walks especially and in, in the countryside more where, where like you can just have a nice walk and and, and, and add that fresh air that's great for your physical and mental well-being for sure yeah yeah because um, I, I remember at the start where um, like you couldn't really go out much, um, like at, at the very start of the like the pandemic, and uh, it was it's quite limited on what you could do, and um, and, and and there were like those so similar to you like with like for fitness classes online where you can like. Um, do exercise and, and, and different things which I think is very helpful especially if you can't go out and 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 and, 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 and do the stuff that you would normally do right here in San Diego we're in a one-bedroom apartment so things are a little tight but I have cleared out my entire living room we have nothing in it and it's my gym now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah at least you've got a summer space <laughs> But um, l- 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 like h- with your Crohn's, like h- 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 how's that been? You know, I'm curious. I'm scheduled for another colonoscopy this year, so I'm curious to see the changes that I've made, how they look internally. Uh, I feel better. I listened to doctors and nutritionists, and I did an elimination diet in 2016 when I was first diagnosed. And the elimination diet helped me a lot. I had a rash on my legs that I thought, I have acne, I have bad skin, it's just all lumped in there. But when I went on the elimination diet, my rash cleared up. And so it had, it was food related, obviously, but it took a little while to process which foods uh, were causing that specifically. And I still get bumps, so I don't know if those foods sneak in or if it's just Crohn's and inflammation related too, but it's much, much better when I avoid nuts and soy. So that was one of the things I learned from the elimination diet. But then I kind of stuck almost with that elimination diet for most of three years. I ate mostly white rice and turkey and chicken with a few variants and bites of things, but nothing substantial. I did have a shake that I still drink that I I swear by because it's been the only way I could get any actual source of nutrition uh, in. So that was that was good that I was able to do those for most of the time. Although at one point a doctor told me to stop because there were things in there that could be making it worse. Um, so I I did that. I did the the low fiber. I did really no nutrients going in. And my last colonoscopy was great. I've been able, I was able to be unmedicated for about a year doing that. And I, I started 
getting tired. I had very little energy because I had very little nutrients going in my body. I started to flare more often with stress or with, you know, if I had a, a meal or a bite of something that I shouldn't have, immediately I would go into a flare and have to try to get it back under control for the next week. Um, so I started doing a lot of research and and honestly following a lot of people online. That was around the time when I started looking into other options. You know, not having any fruits or vegetables in my diet didn't seem like it should be healthy. It's against everything we've ever learned and as a fitness professional, I know. So I started doing the research on how to adapt it and I actually read the book Fiber Fueled last year. I had already cut out meat because I was feeling like, one, I love animals and just rationalizing myself eating that much meat was, was tricky for me. Even though I had cut out red meat and all a long time ago, it was just for the animal rights reasons. I watched more and more videos and felt like I had to do something. But then at the same time, I was like, this is all I eat. I don't know how I'm gonna give up my main source of food. So I did some research and followed a couple of people online that I was connected with and we started introducing fiber to my diet and then just very, very slowly changing it over. I, I started with a banana diet and I don't know, I don't know if I should recommend that or even say that here. <laughs> I don't know how healthy it is, but for a week I pretty much just ate bananas, which at the start of the week, I could only eat a half of a banana without getting sick. And I just increased it and still had my pea protein that I was drinking my shakes, but um, ate a lot of bananas. <laughs> and, and that somehow like kind of gave my body the reset that it needed to introduce more and more fiber and was able to start eating and vegetables and stuff for the first time in years and it felt so good yeah yeah because i like um i'm like, like for me like uh, as well like I, I i do have to avoid certain things and i haven't really been on like a certain diet or as such but they had like a like when i was diagnosed i would, I, I, I was stuck on chicken <laughs> um because it, it was the only thing i could really eat um of course uh, at the time, um, I lost a lot of weight and I wasn't eating anything, eating anything and uh, I was put on those like um, liquid drinks because of what you what you would have to have if you wasn't eating anything because you, 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 your body has to uh, have food. <laughs> so um, I, I didn't like them either, so um, I wasn't really winning on anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, like um, from having a kind of lost the pee eventually because that's how I was diagnosed um, um like, like from that and having the drink I, I was allowed to have certain um things like to to, to eat like I was allowed chicken I was allowed um so like chicken was I left I, I lived on, on chicken for a while <laughs> so um eventually from there um um like like being on that drink, uh, like of course, liquid drink where it has to empty your insides. Um, I was empty anyway because I wasn't eat eating anything. So I was kind of questioning to myself, do I really need to take this drink? No, it's not nice. Um, but I had to do that just to make sure I had, I had to drink that. Um, 
so but so since then um um I, I, I like uh, I, I've never had any bad experience with like vegetables or, or fruits I, I've been okay and, and that way um but I, I've had to avoid spicy foods um because that upsets my upsets my uh, my, my stomach um and like like drink wise um I can't have caffeine um, as well but um I do have like a decaf, so um, it, like for me, it, it doesn't really taste much different. Um, but I know um, everyone's taste buds are, 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 are not the same, so <laughs> just, someone else might think it does taste the same. I try to explain that I don't like coffee, and people just don't understand because I know it's weird, but I don't like coffee at all, and thankfully have never, so I, I don't miss that, but I do a little bit of caffeine. Thankfully, because I have noticed the last year or so, the brain fog and the, I think, I don't know that it's necessarily Crohn's related. I'm a type A workaholic and I don't know if it's just that I'm exhausted because I'm a, a human and, or if it's because of the Crohn's, but I do rely on at least a little bit of caffeine every day. And thankfully it doesn't seem to irritate me too much. I do a plant-based version, um, a green tea extract and things like that that really work for me. Yeah, yeah I think uh, as well, uh, I did try a drink as well called broth and I didn't like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it is, it is one of those drinks that you either like or you don't. Um, but um, I tried that because um, I wasn't really, uh, when I was in my flare, um, getting diagnosed. Um, I tried it because it has, I think, quite a lot of protein in, in it as well. So I try to try not, not those kind of drinks that you have, like the good n- n- nu- n- nutrients and stuff like that. But um, yeah, like um, and as well, like w- when I was eating as well, because um, you had trying to eat, I had a full plate of food and I had a little mouthful and I, and I was bloated and full and I said to mum I can't eat anymore I'm full and then she was like what uh, but of course because the plate is still full and I've only had a little bite of something and I've had to probably spit it back out because I can't eat but um yeah but it is but it is hard to get diagnosed isn't it um like, like with Crohn's because um everyone has a different experience of like of the diagnosis because for me uh I lost a lot of weight, wasn't eating anything. Um, something else could be completely different, but I could easily got uh, diagnosed with someone else because there's lots of different things that losing weight can cause. It's so interesting how different it can be because I've always struggled with weight gain and that could be some of the Crohn's and also I was diagnosed with PCOS last year as well. So between the two, um, my insulin is very extremely high. So um, that that can also cause weight gain. But when I started, it's such a complex thing, right? Because you're not sure, you know something's off, but you're not sure exactly what's wrong. And I was actually taking a medication for acne called Accutane. At the time, um, I started feeling sick in 2014. And I don't, I'm not saying that that caused my Crohn's, but definitely correlated slash triggered it. Um, because it runs in my family, it's, it's obviously something that, you know, we have genetic markers for, but 
the Accutane I started and it's a horrible disgusting medication um, you have to sign paperwork saying you won't get pregnant and things like that because it, you won't have a healthy baby and um, all, all kinds of things your your eye ducts get so dry that you can't open your eyes in the morning and it's just it's not fun um, I started having joint pain which now have a lot of anyway with Crohn's but to the point where I felt like I couldn't get out of bed on this medication um, and so I started getting some Crohn's symptoms where I was having you know diarrhea and and stuff like that and I talked to the doctor several times not they're just dermatologists but they were saying oh that's common it's okay it'll stop as soon as you go off this medication so I took it the full six months that they wanted me to my acne did improve while I was on it but unfortunately <laughs> came right back because it probably was just PCOS related but anyway um, I stopped the medication and the symptoms continued <laughs> so um, that was a really frustrating struggle I just being in the fitness industry, you know, I know a lot of people are lactose intolerant, a lot of people are gluten intolerant, so I started trying myself without going to a GI, which I probably, you know, I recommend not waiting and just going if you feel like something's off. But I thought, you know, I probably just got thrown off by this medication. I'll try and check the different things that I could be sensitive to. So I cut out dairy and I feel a little bit better, but then I, you know, go right back into the symptoms and it was funny because at the time I was like, I swear I'm eating so healthy and I, I, you know, the healthier I eat, the more I feel sick, which now I totally understand. Yeah. 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 The, the, there are these medications that are just not nice. Um, like, um, like the one that, 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 that you was on and like, like, you, know, like you can't get out of bed and then, um, like, um, like it, 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 even like, like fatigue. I think um, I think it, it, everyone's feeling a bit of fatigue, uh, like uh, at the moment, like with um with, with what's happened in the in the world. But um like 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 uh, uh, like because uh, oh, I can remember um like what fatigue was like before Crohn's, um and like I can kind of tell the difference because uh, uh, um like um. Yeah, and and uh, if I had to explain the difference, it's uh, it's much it's much uh, it's much worse, like um, having fatigue with IBD because you can't like um, the, the best way I can explain it is um, I I I, I remember once um it, it, I, uh, a year or two ago I, I was at college, and um um it it, 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 it was in the hall when it was playing like a, a mini light of football tournament. And I was, um, I, I was trying my hardest. I, 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 I was running about there and there, and then all of a sudden, um, I, like my, my team came off because it wasn't their turn to play, and, and, and I just sat there and I, I felt really, really tired. Like tired, like I could go for a nap. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I, like, uh, I, I, like for feeling that tired that you. Don't want to stay awake. You'll just go for a nap, just and sit there, have a have a nice sleep, and like like remembering what fatigue was like before having Crohn's. Like you'd get a little bit tired, but you, you wouldn't want to not the tired that you would want to go to sleep. I feel like I hit a wall. Not every day, but around one o'clock or so, um, I usually 
feel like I just need to close my eyes for about five minutes and it's very strange. Usually if I let myself do take that short five, 10 minute nap, I feel much better. But like you said, it's hard to describe it. It's, it's like a wall that you just, you're like done. My body needs a break. <laughs> you just need a rest. And then, then like, like it, is hard. it is hard to explain it. I think, I think Crohn's is hard to explain to, so to, to someone that, that doesn't know what it is. Cause um. You, you can say so many things about Crohn's and like it's not just one certain thing there's it's a whole like bunch of topics you can talk about it's true there's so many facets to it you think that it just means that you're running to the bathroom all the time which is true sometimes but not all the time and sometimes it's that you can't go to the bathroom or sometimes it's that you're you know so exhausted that you can't move or sometimes I have a lot of joint pain and um, I posted yesterday that I went to cryotherapy and that's been a huge help for me, honestly, to stay as active as I do. I do at least one workout every day, except I take one rest day a week and usually end up doing multiple workouts just because of um, situations at the gym and things that I need to cover. So cryotherapy has been a way that I can reduce the inflammation overall in my whole body and kind of target those those muscles too so yeah i think like like, like it, it, it is good to like um like to, if it just keeps you occupied and and, and like because uh, it although like like it's good that you do have a rest day because um you don't want to like overwork yourself <laughs> yes i struggle with that a lot i used to think that i thrived under stress and stressful environments and um now my body is not such a fan and really no one is meant to live under the kind of stress that we live under most of the time. So it's important that you do things. For me, workouts are a huge stress relief. And so even when I'm physically feeling tired or run down from my Crohn's, I still mentally feel so much better if I push through even a short workout. So that's just always been something that I turn to for, for stress relief. Yeah, and, and 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 like it is unfortunate. Like stress is a symptom of Crohn's IBD because like um, like it, it's not nice. Like like it like sometimes may get in pain or something if you're stressed about something. And like like the past year's probably been stressful and it's, 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 it still is. A, like it's a, it's a human thing, isn't it? Like even if you don't have an IBD or or Crohn's, you're you're gonna get stressed at some point. Um, it, it, it will happen. Yeah, last year I went into the first flare that I'd had since going um, meatless and plant-based and it was in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, I was furloughed from my job for partially so I still was working like 10 hours a week but not a full-time income and then we kind of bounced back to reopen for like two weeks and then closed down again. And so in that reopening, it was very stressful. Like, I don't even know how many hours I worked that week, you know, to get everything back to reopen. And so the combination, I think of just the overall stress and then added that workload to it. I was in a pretty, pretty severe flare to the point that they wanted to talk about putting me on biologics. And I'm not on that, I, I take, salamine so um, Lialda is my 
only medication that I've ever tried and has worked for me. But they they had talked about wanting to change me over during that flare, and I was like, added that added stress. I feel like just because in the middle of the pandemic, I'm, you're wanting to suppress my immune system, and you know, like I don't know. So I I told them, give me a second, give me a couple weeks, let me see if I can get this under control. I know what I can do to help my body. So I just rested. I went back to more of a like rice diet, you know, just very bland, and thankfully was able to bring all my my numbers down and out of a concerning territory so yeah yeah it's like it's scary times like 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 um uh you know you want to be going to hospitals like uh or or like um at the minute or or like um potentially like seeing other people really um but um like, like, like for me, uh, uh, I, I'm on Humira, like a, um, like, like a, which does um, suppress my immune system. Like a couple of drugs I'm on do. Like I think I'm on Adafibrin as well. I've been on that really ever since I have I've had Crohn's, and um, like um, they are like the, the, these medications that, that you can that um, some medications that you go on with. Crohn's are, are are like uh, scary because they do dampen your immune system and they are that, that you are at risk from not only COVID uh, like just catching a cold or or, 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 or different kind of um, illnesses. So it's scary times and like um, as much as I would love not to be on any on, on, on any medication or reduce it, I, if I'm not any pain, if I'm not if it helps me keep out of pain that that's the best thing for sure i am very careful to say that this is the path that i've you know tried to work on for myself everybody needs different you know and and i'm not saying that i will never need any of those things in the future either um you know i'm very open to whatever the doctors and and you know my husband and i decide is is the right path at that time but if i can do everything in my power to prolong those things then that's that's my ultimate goal yeah 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 i completely agree like um like in like um really we don't want to be on anything do we like um that, i think that's the goal not to be on any medication and be pain free and, and be all right <laughs> but um and that takes time. Like, um, like, uh, like everyone's journey is a different journey, um, and I and I think that that's the the best thing about having Crohn's is that you see so many people like like talking about their journeys, and and and, and, it, and it helps you probably boost your confidence to speak about your own, um, because um, I remember uh, like at the start because uh, I I didn't really know anyone that had Crohn's, um, like um, like getting told by the consultant. That I, that I have Crohn's and I, and I say, what is Crohn's? I never heard of that. Um, is it some? Because he said it was rare, and I, I, I always go back to him saying it was rare, and and him saying it's rare. Uh, me, me, me thinking at that point, wait, am I the only? Like, is there like one out of a hundred people in the world that have this? <laughs> because and then, and then then soon I notice, um, I'm not the only one. There's like a lot, a lot, lot more people than than I thought that have Crohn's. I wish it was more rare <laughs> for yeah. everyone's sake. Um, it's it's becoming more and more prevalent, and 
I know there can be many factors in that as far as better diagnoses and things like that too. But I think it is something that we should talk about and look at. I never ever think that we should blame ourselves for, for getting Crohn's or anything to that effect. There are children that get it, you know, babies. Obviously they didn't do anything to themselves to get this. But I think as a human race, should kind of be looking at what what we're doing to our food chain you know and things that are possibly increasing this prevalence in in IBD you know it's it's hard but if you start doing the research on on agriculture and the things that they're they're putting in our processed foods and in our animal products and things like that it's it's not healthy (laughs) for anyone whether it's contributing to the IBD or not we don't know yet but we should seriously look at it in general so yeah Yeah. I think I think I think I think the good thing about food is that um there's so much food in the world um that you can try you can always try new things so like because you don't know how you're going to react to it like with your crimes so like you I think the good thing about it is that um, you don't know until you try something how you're going to react. Mm-hmm. In the in the book Fiber Fueled and in other books that I've read since then, I learned plant diversity is one of the huge things that we need to work on. And the people that have the most problem eating plants are the ones that need them the most. We have a microbiome that the bacteria in our gut it dies off if we don't feed it. So if, like I did for three years, didn't feed it any (laughs) plants, uh, you know, the things that helped me process plants were then gone. And so whenever I would have a bite and try it, it just wouldn't work well for me. But as I kind of introduced things very, very slowly back to my gut, I felt like it started to be able to process more and more of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it is uh, it is important to like um, maybe have a like a healthy like like eating style like and um, because like well like, like I said before um like we've, we've all probably put a, on a, a little bit of weight um like um to, through the pandemic but um but 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 now hopefully like uh, as we got a vaccine going um like um like like I I seen like m- more every day more people getting like vaccinated. I think the more people I think have that vaccine, we might get um, it, like it will feel a little bit more safer. Mm-hmm. I think the most frustrating part for me was always that I wanted to eat healthier and be healthier, but with Crohn's, that would make me feel the worst. And it was just the most frustrating complex because I could eat a donut and be totally fine, and I would eat you know, anything that was even remotely healthy and really struggle with it afterwards. And it plays tricks on your mind, I feel like, because then you're like, well, I just, like, I might as well just give up the healthy eating. That's what hurts the most, right? So why not just eat donuts all day, you know? But then it, (laughs) (laughs) it's just your brain trying to like wrap around and rationalize this problem yeah <laughs> i know what you mean like it like it like it's a say like maybe like you can't eat carrots or like 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 every time you eat a carrot you're getting even more pain and then you, you have a donut 
you don't get in any pain, you're fine. I, you, you, and then your mind is thinking, hang on, uh, if I get more donuts, that might be all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, but um, unfortunately, like, like, uh, like a donuts is a nice treat, but um, uh, like, um, you don't want them all the time. <laughs> Not recommended. No. Um, no. 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 I, I think. Like I think we all deserve a treat at na- na- now and then. Like uh, like um, I think, but like uh, having like some like a healthy style like like fruit, um, like for, 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 for fruit are really good. Like a lot like for me, I'd say I'm more of a fruit person than like a, maybe a vegetable person because I, I do like my fruit. I, I like uh, sometimes I might have a, a nice like a little fruit fruit salad. It's all about, but um. It is a uh, like uh, it, it is unfortunate. Like so, so some people can't eat like like maybe vegetables or, or fruit. They have to find like a, a different way around like what they can eat. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my the smoothie that I drink was pretty much life saving because that was the only thing really good going in. And for me, that has worked to even when I don't feel well, I can usually still get in something liquid. So that that helps me process little bit but like I said I I don't have it all figured out by any means but I just try you know to do my best and I eat a lot of fruit for sure Um, and even have found some really good desserts that I like like dates with some I don't do peanut butter because I'm allergic but sunflower butter um, some dates and put them in the freezer with a little chocolate chip and it's a dessert and it tastes great and it's sugar it's still a treat you know but it's it's so much healthier than, than donuts and, and things so <laughs> yeah 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 like you, you, like um it, it's nice to like the, the way you can make a treat like you can add like the healthy stuff in it as well um mm-hmm. it, it, you might have a, li- a little bit unhealthy like um ingredients maybe but uh, but um it, and then you think to myself like hang on like i don't need a donut i can i can i can make like a sign as, 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 as good or as nice as a donut? I think the biggest question I get as a fitness professional is a lot to do with keto and carb, low carb diets and things like that nowadays. And the biggest thing I can stress is that there's, there's no one solution for everyone, but I do know that it has to be livable. And I'm sorry, I'm not willing to give up all carbs forever. And so while going lower carb will help you lose weight, it, that's, that's a given. Is it going to help you lose weight for the long run? Probably not, because you're not going to avoid carbs forever. And you're not healthily doing that if you do, because your brain needs carbs. Like that, that is a fuel source. So to me, um, you know, we, we want the fast fix and that seems to be one, but it's not necessarily a sustainable fix either. So to me, all about balance, all about consistently making as good choices as you can. And then, you know, when you do decide to treat yourself, I never call it a cheat day because you're not cheating. You're, you're fitting it into your lifestyle and you're treating yourself and if you are consistently making good choices, your body is very much able to handle some of the treats that you give it. So it just has to be a really nice balance. And 
no extreme diet on any front is probably going to help you get that in the long run. And, 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 and as we know, like anything can change, like with having Crohn's, like um, like um, you, like one minute you, you, you could be completely fine, and like you, like you, for example, you, you, like 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 for carrots, for example, for for, for going back to carrots, <laughs> um, like so, so, so someone with Crohn's maybe having like do really good with carrots for such a long time and then all of a sudden you you, you have carrots and then and then you're in pain and then and you think is it the carrots or, or so that, that this shows like like some like one piece of food um like might not always work it's true and you know i've been able to thankfully go the other way with it where i've introduced more and more and hopefully that stays you know i don't know um eating beans again and things like that that i could not touch for quite a while and and vegetables and stuff like that but it it is it's a struggle because i'll try a new thing and maybe it works fine and then the next like day or two i try that new thing again but maybe like one more bite of it and i'm reset back to you know okay that didn't work so it's it's a frustrating process that i don't know you know if there's anything that i can recommend to help except that we're all in this together and if you need to vent about how frustrated you are about what you're eating like i'm here for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I, and I think it's a great idea. Like the more, the more food you try, like the more chance maybe that you, you that that you can like, like 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 be okay with it, rather than maybe just like uh, like staying on that one particular food that you, you, you that, that 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 you are good with, but could pen, could could potentially not work out in the long run. So I think the more food we try, the better that it will be for us. For sure. Dr. Will Bolshowitz talks about that a lot and he talks about just variety being so important because of all the different things that they bring to us. So even if, let's say, I can't, I still can't eat salads. I have to have cooked veggies only. But let's say someone thinks they're being really healthy and they eat salads for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day, but they eat the same ingredient salad every single day. Those people are not healthy. So just because you're eating what you think, you know, should be healthy if you're not diversifying, it's it's not it's not healthy. Like like it's a it, Crohn's is an interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting, isn't it? Because you fall back into those like safe foods, you know, the 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 foods that don't make you feel sick and the foods you know are okay. So you fall back into those and you eat those in the same pattern every single day for for a long time. So it's it's definitely tricky, and it's a physical and mental game for sure. Uh, I completely agree. Well, uh, well, it's, it's been a lovely chat, um, Mariah. Like like I think uh, you've. You've brought some like really important like information, uh, um, like, like, like with like like foods and like like, um, like, like fitness as well. So uh, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Mason, for having me. I 
am so excited to be diving into this community more and I'm working on a lot of different projects right now. So I'm excited to share more and more as we go. Um, I know you guys can't see this on a virtual uh, podcast, but I'm wearing one of my new shirts that says Tired AF and I love it. Um, so I'm doing a lot in the fitness side of things as far as I do some coaching and, and get people started on their fitness journeys on my personal Instagram account page. And that's been my passion forever is to try to help people live as healthy as they can, despite any obstacles that are standing in their way. So for some people that means yoga, for some people that means, you know, boot camps, for some people that means, you know, just walking and whatever works best for my clients and my challengers. I. I help them do that. And so that's been an amazing passion of mine. But I also I realized that that's not all we need in the IBD community. We need health, but we also need community. And so I started a brand called Invisible Voices. And I'm so excited to have that because I think it just brings us together. It brings us to a place where we can be proud of what we're going through and our experiences. And for me, being loud and proud about IBD has been, you know, one of the most, I don't even know how to describe, like, just really, I'm grateful for, for the ability to share my experience and that people do care and support each other in the community. So Invisible Voices is hopefully a place that everyone can feel safe and inspired. And some of our designs say IBD on it, you know, where it's like, I have IBD and that makes me strong AF or, or whatever the, the saying is on our shirts. But other ones are just, just inspirational, like warrior or strong or, or things like that. Um, one of our new designs is going to be a version of Unstoppable, which I feel like is a very powerful statement and what all of us with IBD are. <laughs> so um, it's one of those things that it's not only for IBD people. I think anybody could be inspired by some of those designs, but especially we know that those are some statements and sentiments that apply to us in the IBD community as well. So. I'm excited to be getting the word out and our company is also making sure to donate profits, um, some of our profits to Crohn's and Colitis Foundation and honestly I've been looking into how we can donate to some individuals with IBD who maybe can't afford their medications and things like that so hopefully we'll be able to do some really cool work like I, I like I, I I did see like that like um like 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 like, like really good tops as well, and they, they do look really good because they have a good like like the pattern on it and and they are like a, a like the, 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 the turn out um really well. well I, I do look forward to seeing like um like the different like things that you, like you're doing um as well because it, I think it, it you know like the things like like you're doing like like raising awareness for IBD at the same time is a is, is so much and Mason you're amazing for putting these podcasts together and getting the word out and helping everyone just feel more educated and more supported and we can all learn from each other's journey so thank you for bringing us all together well, 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 well thank you as well and it, it's been it's been a it's been a, a really nice chat <laughs> thanks so much guys thanks thank for you. listening thank you